Hello, welcome back. I am Charles Musgrove, host of the Answers That Count podcast, and we have another special show today. Be sure and hit the subscribe button. You're going to love this show. You're going to want to get notified when we put additional shows up. And we're going to talk about investment and money today. And guess what? The military, and we have our special guest back today, Mark Dutram with Bayview Private Wealth. Welcome back, Mark. I love it. Thanks for having me. I love these episodes. I love coming spending time with you. And, yeah. Uh, very smooth running operation over here. It's so, always so. good. And listen, Mark, everybody wants to be an, a better investor. People are, I, I don't want to overstate this, but people get frightened of, of making investments themselves. So you help take the emotion out of it to make sure that we have sound investment choices that are based on good historical data. So thank you for doing what you're doing. You know, and I think uh, the world is becoming a better place even for that, you know, based on demand. So even uh, an average mutual fund, the costs have come down on it, the the uh, 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 transparency of it and things of that nature. And now you have exchange traded funds. So I think the industry is moving based on people's demand and need of becoming better investment vehicles for even. So now it just becomes on, you know, what do I buy, right? And yeah. and, uh, and when do I buy it? And how long do I hold on to it and things like that? Yeah, that's a good point. I think with, with uh, you know, we've seen a lot of improvement in our everyday life with technology, how technology has changed and advanced. And I think with investment is just another another example of that. I know on a previous show you talked about all of the data that you're able to gather to help make better decisions on investments for today and for the future. So that's just another another example of that and the the transparency of of uh, what you're required to to provide to the investor. Also, I think is is a great improvement. Yeah, like you said, technology today. I mean, I think about. Again, I've been in this business for 30 years. What I have today versus when I when I started, right? The ability to look at, uh, you know, we talk about diversification. Diversification only benefits you if the assets give you, uh, you know, where the whole is is better than the parts. Well, right? That's right. That's right. So this this synergy, and so we look at uh, correlations, and so when one asset's going down, and it, that means another one's increasing, it's right. protecting you. And so many times people will come and they say. But I was diversified, Mark. They give me a statement. They've got, you know, 10 different uh, funds or stocks. or And then what we find is they're all moving together. Right. So really, they could have owned one and had the same net effect. Right. 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 And so, uh, yeah, being able to and also stress test. What if the market is down 20 percent this year? What is going to happen to my portfolio? Well, we can actually put an actual dollar value to what that would do to your portfolio. What if interest rates rise 10 percent this year? What you know, and we can actually put a dollar value to what is actually happening to your assets, which is really substantial. Yeah, I think that is so important that you're able to do that, and technology has done has has allowed for that, and your firm especially does that. And I know you've described what your firm's specializes. You've you've described that on other shows, and how you really have a focus on not having a large quantity of clients, but the quality of the service that you're able to, to provide your clients. So you focus on Let's have the right number of clients, not not too many, but the right number so we can give them the right attention. So that that speaks very highly of, of your leadership at Bayview Private Wealth and what you do to to offer great services to your clients. Yeah, I mean, the goal could be like many companies just grow. If you're not growing, you're dying. Right. In right. this kind of respect. And then, you know, uh, about money. But I mean, it's about relationships for us. We We feel like we're part of. All of the families that we have, and again, we have no more than 100 families at any any given time that we work with, 
because then we know that we're going to be able to engage them on every level that we need to, whether it's estate planning, tax planning, investments, as we talked about, right. insurance, asset protection, uh, whether you have a business or personal. And so we can engage them because we know we tried it, you know, the different way. We tried being that large shop. Right. And you know, nobody benefited. We didn't benefit because, again, we were totally uh, stretched way too thin. And then our clients didn't benefit because we couldn't engage them at a very personal level that, that we love and we enjoy. Again, we, we consider all the clients that we have family. And, uh, again, we uh, uh, engage them on, on even celebrating things outside of finances, whether it's a, a, an important anniversary, a promotion, a, a birthday, a, uh, a milestone. We, we just love kind of being a part of their lives. Yeah, I think that is so important. And, you know, another another thing that you've done for your practice, which I think is very good, is you have different niches or categories of, of uh, specialization that really allow you to provide an extra level of service to those that fall into that group. We talked about how you cater your, your services for, for women investors uh, and how you have a whole category on that and how you focus on that. And you also have another category that we're going to talk about today, and that is for the military families, for those military uh, folks that, that come to you. You have a special niche for that. So uh, let's talk about that, and let's, let's, uh, I want to go to the, one of the reasons that you have a personal reason to specialize in this niche. Now, look at this picture. Do you recognize the guy that's in that picture in front of that huge helicopter? I do not recognize him at all. Yeah, that is... Uh... Actually, that was taken in uh, 1989. I wow! Think. Yeah, that's a that's many. That's almost like a different lifetime ago. So that is Mark in another lifetime. Yes. Now, were you the pilot of that huge helicopter? No, I was a navigator. Okay. Uh, so a what they call a, a, a financial or engineer, and uh, but we did primarily middle seat navigation uh, for those types of things, and um, but it was probably one of the most I, I don't know. Most impactful things I've ever done in my life. I mean, uh, we were part of a special ops uh, group down in the panhandle of Florida. That's actually what brought me to this area. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, it just teaches you trust and patriotism and brotherhood and uh, uh, just, you know, for the love of our country, the things that we were able to do. Um, yeah, it's probably one of the most impactful things in my life. Yeah, that is so, that is so cool. And, Mark, I, I want to say thank you for your service, for number one. And I'm sure that that had... That was uh, probably one of the most impactful things that you've done in, in your life. So thank you for that. And uh, I'm sure that we could probably spend the rest of the show talking about stories and uh, things that some of us older folks remember in, in real real time that we live through. So you were part of that uh, in, in special ops uh, being on those big helicopters. So thank you for that. And how did that – so once you you started your career with in the financial management, you wanted to make sure that you took care of those military personnel – Either current and ex-military personnel, and we're in a we're in a military-dominated location here in the United States where we're located. So it really caters well to to our population here. It does, and I mean, it was it was kind of a natural fit for me. So having already lived it, right, being a part of the military, and then seeing, uh, I don't think uh, the base does a great job. And again, as I said, things are getting better all the time about. Uh, you know, kind of educating our military, but they have very different benefits, right? And whether it's retirement, whether it's insurance, whether it's long-term care, whether it's uh, uh, disability. So um, just kind of seeing all the different benefits that they have. And then I just noticed it, it was kind of a, a, 
little bit of a migration that we had for our, our clients, we tended to attract and appeal to, you know, military folks. So we decided, uh, again, yes, we're going to develop a niche that we will have a, a big portion of our book that will focus on exactly that, mm -hmm. you know, helping people understand the different types of benefits that are available. And as you said, our our part of the country, whether you're active duty or whether you're one of the defense contractors, there are so many people that actually serve our military, and we love those guys. You know, right? So we're uh, matter of fact, the people in our office generally have either some type of affiliation, either had served or have a family member that was a part of the military. So uh, it means a lot to us. And then helping them either while they're still active duty, if they're a defense contractor, or then even that transition towards retirement. Interesting. So when they're active duty, what does the military, what does the federal government provide those active duty personnel as far as their their investment management, uh, what their um, retirement is invested in? So what do they provide that is either good or bad or how you can help uh, supplement that? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great point. So uh, even as of 2018, uh, what was called the Thrift Savings Plan, which is the primary uh, retirement system. So you had a pension, mm -hmm. right? And then you had a Thrift Savings Plan, like a 401k, right? And as we know, in most cases, 401 uh, pension plans are going away, right? People don't want to have that obligation of having a a, a pension anymore. So now they have what's called a blended retirement plan. But we help them, you know, so if you're active duty um, or even if you're a, a federal employee, right? So civil service, things of that nature, you're investing in this what's called the thrift savings plan. And so what we try to do is help people um, uh, invest in, in the proper way, even with inside of those parameters. Right. So like if you work for a company, you typically would not have a universe of investments that you can invest in. You would have a menu of options that are provided within that plan. And so we try to help them again, yes, to maximize their uh, thrift savings plan while they're maximizing outside. So from a tax savings standpoint, are we are we you know taking care of all the tax benefits that we could? Right. And then outside, are we are we still maximizing our investments and are we maximizing our tax savings? for that particular family. So you take that model uh, that that you utilize in allocating the assets and knowing what people should be invested in, and you apply that to the active military as well as the non-active, and look at their, their basically their, their 401k or their, their thrift savings plan to make sure that they have the correct allocation based on their total plan. Yeah, and that's, that's a great point. So even the thrift savings plan, which is now just a huge fan uh, uh, size of it. Think of all the people that are active duty or uh, government employees that participate in that. So very large funds. And then what happens is like they have a what's called a C fund, which is uh, just really large cap blend. I would categorize it. But it has uh, what's called a beta. Uh, a beta has a direct correlation with the S&P 500. So as the S&P 500 is moving, it is moving almost in, oh, wow. in lockstep with that that uh, particular index. Well, that's good if the index is going up, right. right? But it's not good if the index is going down. And so people don't know. So, you know, you have, uh, uh, again, a short-term fund called a G. You have a, a fixed income fund, F. You have, again, the large cap. You have a small cap. You have international. But it doesn't have some of the other uh, categories that you would, might include in somebody's portfolio, like commodities or real estate or other types of asset classes. So, <clears throat> yeah, we try to, you know, complement what we're doing for them outside. Right. 
to best match uh, what they have available for them on the inside. So one of the great benefits of the thrift savings plan is the cost. I mean, it has a very low cost structure to it, which is fantastic. But again, uh, it would be fantastic if they had just a little bit more diversification capabilities within inside the thrift savings plan. Right. So what you're able to do is you know what's in that thrift saving plan. So each each military person that you advise, you have the same investment option. So you just need you just know how to cater that or have them invest differently in the thrift savings plan to complement what they have outside of the plan. Yep. So now that's including what? Their risk tolerance. Right. You know, how much they can uh, you know, tolerate volatility and then their age, right? And then their goals. Yeah. What are we trying to accomplish? Uh, what types of rate of return so we can manage expectations? Um, because, yeah, many times, uh, particularly that one, again, very narrow menu of options that you have available in there. They've added some now lifestyle. You heard of lifestyle funds and oh, things yeah. of that nature. Yes. But they're still combining those same, you know, four or five funds that they have as a part of it. So, yeah, trying to help people invest as opposed to even like a 401k plan, a lot of times we see people, how they pick their 401k investments is based on past performance. Right. Right. They're looking in the rearview mirror and they go, hey, this fund was up, you know, 28 percent last year. Well, you know, again, that's what already happened. And so may not be the best strategy of picking future. Yeah, as we talked about before, you can't chase the winners from last year because they may not be current year winners. And most often not. That's right. right. That's yes. right. Uh, even if you look at that big quilt of uh, things, the last year's top performer is generally next year's lower performer. Yeah. You know, we have the slide up now, what military planning looks like. And one of the things that came to mind is the the active personnel that's in the military. They may have their lifestyle is a lot riskier than somebody that goes to the office every day or just has a non-military uh, active active life. And you mentioned special ops. You know, even within the military, you have different risk levels. So that has to influence your advice on what they should be invested in, their life insurance, and the whole the whole range of what they should be doing. I mean, thank you. Yeah, intuitively, we should think that way, right? That they live a very different lifestyle. So not only do they have benefits that are different, right, than the average person, um, they have a riskier lifestyle right. depending on what they do. Uh, guess what? They move a lot, right? Oh, yeah. More than the average person because right. they're changing bases. So they might have uh, actually real estate in many different states. So that would involve different estate planning. So yes, we try to, uh, again, help them in what would be a typical military lifestyle, manage all the different things that you're talking about. Um, risk, um, you know, different types of real estate, um, different locations that they've lived in over time. Right. And then even, you know, they typically retire earlier. Right. True. And they so, may have a second career. You're exactly. So right. most of the time it is going to be. So we help them in that transition, even from active duty to uh, what does that next chapter look like? And and many times it might be that they go in and they start some kind of consulting business or they go into, uh, again, a civil service job or they even define, you know, just join one of our defense contractors in, in our local community. Yeah, I think that that's so important. It's so it's good to hear that you're doing that that you're really helping that military, the active military, and also the those that have, have retired from the military because they are important people to our country's history and the future. So let's take care of them because they do have, their lifestyle is so much different than other people that are non-military. And, and there's so many factors that you have to take into account when you're helping them with their financial plan. 
you know, I, I, I do. I have a heart for uh, helping them to make sure they're successful and things of that nature. I mean, uh, you know, uh, teachers in this country, I don't think we pay quite well. But, you know, the enlisted in the military, they don't make a lot of money. Right. Right. And so making sure that they start off. We talked about compounding in a previous show. Yeah. Making sure that they start early and have the right habits. Uh, matter of fact, I think people even target the military, you know, uh, uh, auto, uh, you know, uh, dealers and things like that. They they try to make the military believe you got to have a new car every year and right. you know, they just start. Uh, credit card debt, you know, so how to handle debt, how to, you know, uh, there's just many things that if we get them off on the right foot, they can have a very successful retirement. If right. they get off on the wrong foot, yeah, I mean, there could be a lot of habits that they ingrain that take years to, to unwind. Right? Yeah, and you can't get that time back once it's elapsed, and you want to make sure that, like you say, it's so important to invest early and have that money invested because of the compounding, and it takes out, as we talked about before, Time has a tendency to take out the ups and downs in the market, and it smooths that out to to an upward trajectory. Yep. Um, and then, you know, like I said, uh, as you transition, you're going to have uh, life insurance decisions on whether you take some of that now that was, you know, term type of insurance, but you could have it now transition to the private sector. Right. Right. And, and what that looks like and whether it, it's worth doing it or is there alternatives that you can actually do? Uh, there's long term care. Uh, uh, coverage that is actually specific for military. So pensions, uh, 401k plans, as you talked about, uh, insurance is many different things that they have uh, choices to do. Right. Yeah, man, I love that. What you're saying is kind of uh, we have on our website just different things that we do. So it's not uncommon that you'll have multiple generations of military, mm -hmm. right? Right. And then, uh, you know, how do we kind of meet those goals for uh, those families, right, as they kind of go through? But there's many things that we have to address, whether it's education on benefits, tax planning. Uh, you know, again, typically there's there's multiple states that were involved that, right. that own different assets. And then, unfortunately, uh, military may be like Mike, like any there may be multiple families. Right. So there were divorces that took place and second marriages and children that are, you know, from different uh, different marriages that all require special planning right right especially because you love all those people and you want to make sure they're all taken care of and so you have to put plans in place to to make sure that that that's done now you have i know you've talked about this before but regardless of the niche that you fall in you want to make sure that if you're not working with mark you want to make sure that you look for an accredited in investor you want to make sure that you're working with people with the right credentials so speak to that a little bit and what should people look for when they're when they're shopping for financial advisors yeah i love that um you know uh, we always say referrals too right i mean if somebody's used somebody and they're good they did a good job for them just like people refer hairdressers or physicians or whoever you know get a good recommendation but then when you're when you're hiring somebody um, we call it the alphabet of uh, credentials that are out there. But I mean, there are even companies that give their own credentials with inside the company. Yeah. I mean, look for some nationally accredited credentials, nationally recognized credentials. Uh, look for somebody that's a fiduciary, right? So you, you hear that term more and more nowadays. We talked about the industry getting better, but more than, uh, you know, a, a suitability standard, somebody's held to a fiduciary standard, meaning uh, your interests have to be before their own. Any conflicts of interest have to be disclosed to you. So make sure that whoever you're dealing is a, is a fiduciary, right? So experience. 
Uh, you could have even somebody that has credentials that uh, is going to be learning, you know, on you, right? Yeah, you and, don't want uh, that to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we say uh, good decisions come from experience and experience comes from bad decisions. Well, True. you don't want to be the ones that actually have, uh, and I, I'm speaking from, you know, experience myself, you know, it, through investing over 30 years, I made some bad decisions. And I mean, it's just the, the fact of how, of how it goes. And so, yeah, somebody that maybe has been in the business for a period of time, um, but that's such a great point because, yeah, or and maybe somebody that is familiar with whatever profession you're in. I mean, if you're a physician, do they know physician? You know, do they know the different types of benefits? If you're military, do they know, you know, the types of mil military benefits? If you're a defense contractor, are they familiar with, you know, whatever type of uh, employee benefits that you actually have within your company? So the, the defense contractor, that's that that's another category. How does it relate to the to those military and ex-military? Yeah. So oftentimes, right, um, we we so we do our classes at the college uh, that are preparation for people that are getting ready for retirement or have already retired. So we have one that's kind of like we call a retirement tune up. And then we have one that's called retirement planning today. Um, but there are many people like you see on the screen that have come to those meetings, right? Or those those educational uh, events. Uh, again, as a matter of fact, six hours of, of teaching, but That's you'll have a Lockheed Martin or a Boeing or somebody come in, and we teach them all the things that you need to do, right? Uh, from a tax planning standpoint, from an estate planning standpoint, from an investment standpoint, you know, all the factor base we talk about, we right. teach them that stuff. I say at the end of the day, I want you to be more educated so you can defend yourself again, mm -hmm. make about making wrong decisions and that you will be more successful in retirement. You have greater peace of mind. But some people then will say, that's a lot of stuff. I don't really want to do it. You know, my interests are in these different fields. I don't like finance or whatever. And so they'll say, can you help us? Right. And so, yes, all these uh, names that you can see on the screen, we have people from those companies that we work with that, as you said, the, they were military at one point, right. many of them, and now have made that transition to the private sector, mm -hmm. but still working in the defense industry. Uh, but still need care. So it's nice that we, when we worked with them when they were active duty and even made that transition, because then you're helping them even in that process. But um, but all those are again, we love every one of those guys because they're serving our country in such a incredible capacity. Right. Right. And and a lot of times uh, they're still in the they're still doing very similar activity. They're just their employer is different. You're exactly right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even the government transfers uh, back and forth between whether it has a federal employee do the job or a defense contractor. Right. You know, either it's a civil service or and, you know, it's funny how they kind of go back and forth. But it's a space that, um, you know, again, just requires some special knowledge with regards to their particular benefits. Yeah, I applaud you for, for uh, catering to that that niche and that, that group of people because they they really need that. Handholding is probably not the right word, but that special care. Yeah, kind of coaching and right. uh, yeah, walking alongside them with it. Exactly. And uh, yeah, my heart, uh, yeah, probably, uh, probably biggest there. You know, because again, I have an affiliation with the military and uh, just pay, and then our area. You know, right. It's just so so big. Yeah, it's uh, there. You are once again, and uh, that's really <laughs> the genesis of uh, you catering to that special niche, especially in this market. So. Thank you so much for doing that. And anything else before we wrap up the show today? No, it's my pleasure. Like you said, uh, if you if you like doing finances, taxes, uh, uh, 
educate yourself and then do it, right? I mean, you can, uh, there's lots of information out there today, especially with technology, but if you don't like it, right? If, if, if investing or tax planning or things are not your forte or you don't really find pleasure in it, it's gonna become drudgery to you, right? find somebody. And as we said, uh, not necessarily even baby you, but find somebody that actually knows your space, that actually has some credentials, has some experience, and uh, they're going to make you more successful. Uh, again, uh, we, we don't work for free, as we always say, and there's no way we should, but we show you how we earn our fee, right? right? And so I've never heard anything positive about a fee in my life unless you're earning it. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, but no. So, yeah, that is that is so good. And I'll, I'll uh, leave you with one, one final note is that it is uh, – as, as you've often heard say, it's complicated. So you may teach them the tools, but markets change, market conditions change, your investment choices should change also. So it's a very complicated process for investment and making sure that you have a sound financial plan. So I would strongly encourage you to work with, with Mark Dutram at Bayview or find a professional that fits you and your location uh, with technology today, they don't have to be in the same geographic location, but find a fit, work with a professional. It'll make your life a lot easier. It'll make you rest better at night as well. So, Mark, thank you so much. This has been so informative, and it's been a great conversation we've had. You've been watching Answers That Count. I'm your host, Charles Musgrove. Have a great day. Have a blessed week. Peace.